Hi there, welcome to another episode of The Heart of a Youth Leader. Uh, great to have your company again today. I've been focusing these last few weeks on this wonderful book, The Personality of Jesus, written in 1924 by Francis E. Clarke. It's got to be the first youth work book ever written, hasn't it? Uh, but it's wonderful because it's subtitled How to Introduce Young People to Jesus Christ and Help Them Grow in Their Faith. Uh, and each chapter explores another characteristic of who Jesus is and with the premise that if we actually really introduce young people to who Jesus really was and really is, how can they refuse to follow him? How can they refuse to worship him? And the chapter I want to talk to you about today is called Carefree. Jesus was carefree. He wasn't legalistic. He wasn't bound by tradition. And tradition is an interesting thing, isn't it? And so many churches are steeped in tradition. I don't know what your church is like. Um, tradition can be good. Traditions are healthy, but only if they're relevant. And the, the danger we have in our churches today, I believe, is we are so often committed to our traditions that we forget what God's doing today. Uh, and it's like, I was amazed that uh, when I first moved into uh, Leamington, the area, uh, there was a wonderful youth work, uh, youth-led uh, worship service that took place every month. Uh, and to begin with, it was really exciting. Uh, but the problem was every year the leaders changed because people went off to university and so it was passed on. Uh, and it was a great model, except what I noticed quickly was tradition had formed. Uh, and the new leaders just did what had gone on the year before. Uh, and, and one actually once said to me, it's because we don't want it to fail when we're in charge. They picked up this mantle, they'd seen uh, what had gone before, they'd seen how wonderful it was and how people liked it, that they wanted to replicate it for fear of failing rather than keeping it relevant to those that came and to what God was asking them to do. And I was, I was shocked that a bunch of teenagers, people who weren't even adults, had fallen for the trap of tradition. Uh, it gives us safety, doesn't it? It gives us boundaries. It helps us not have to worry so much because we'll just keep it going the same way. Uh, and sometimes it can feel like our church traditions are the same. Uh, I can remember growing up in a traditional church and asking why we did the, the, the liturgy which seemed tired, which seemed um, repetitive, and it was um, never said with much joy or energy. It felt like it was a it was a, a chant rather than a than a celebration, uh, and rather than being explained the relevance and the importance of it, I was told we do it because we've always done it. It's been done for thousands of years, and you're like, is that a good reason uh, to keep something going because it's 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 gone on for a long time? It, it could be a reason if we can understand why, but it didn't capture my heart for oh, well, in that case, I want to be a part of it. Uh, especially to young people who who shy away from the past. They feel like they're the, the generation to make a difference. Do you remember what that feeling was like when we thought, oh, we can change the world. We're the ones. So isn't it good that we've been born? Uh, the last thing you want is to feel like you're being tied in tradition. Uh, and Francis Clark says, uh, the danger with tradition is that they might cause us to hold on to some things that are outdated and irrelevant something some traditions are great celebrating and giving presents on a birthday is a great tradition uh, and please don't stop uh, he also says people who have lost touch with the natural 
spontaneous, genuine human element in life will not attract young people. Legalists are overly concerned with what others do and think. They are preoccupied with right and wrong rather than relationships. Isn't that true? The Pharisees who lived during Christ's days were extreme examples of these types of people. And an interesting example is in Mark chapter 7 where the Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem gathered round Jesus and saw some of his disciples, Jesus' disciples, eating food with hands that were defiled. In other words, unwashed. They hadn't washed their hands before they'd eaten. Uh, and this was a big thing for the Pharisees. Uh, and it's interesting, it says in verse 3, the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing, holding to the tradition of the elders. Uh, and the word ceremonial apparently can be translated as up to the elbows. In other words, they always washed their arms, their hands up to the elbows before they ate anything, regardless of whether their hands were dirty. Uh, there was uh, this, this tradition of keeping your uh, of washing before you eat uh, and so they challenge Jesus well why are you doing this why do you allow them why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating their food with defiled hands and Jesus says Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites as it is written these people honor me with their lips but their hearts are far from me they worship me in vain their teachings are merely human rules you have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human traditions. The thing is, Jesus came to free us from, from the law, uh, the traditions of the law. He came to fulfill the law, but the Pharisees had added on. They'd added on so much more religious practices uh, to, for fear of tripping over the line of the law. Uh, and the thing is, when people try to please God through religious practices rather than through intimate relationship with God, they miss out on abundant life. And young people want abundant life. They don't want religious practices and religiosity. Uh, it's hard for us to believe, but the, I think the, the ultimate examples is the Pharisees' rules around the Sabbath and how, how fearful they were of, what, of working on the Sabbath. So much so they would not eat an egg that was laid on the Sabbath. And more than that, they wouldn't even eat an egg that was uh, the day after the Sabbath for fear that the hen was working uh, to make the egg uh, on the Sabbath day. And if the hen was working, well, that was sinful and we can't touch it. How ridiculous is that? A hen can't help laying an egg. But it was, that's how far this nonsense had gone. This tradition had gone uh, and Jesus came and completely turned it upside down it, it, it seems hard for us to understand how um, uh, um, uh, um, unique how how rebellious Jesus was because it's not our culture so the idea of him sitting in a boat and preaching is just like well that's just what they did uh, or, but that wasn't what they did the Pharisees thought it was proper to preach in the synagogues Jesus thought it was proper to preach in a boat. And so we need to be careful what we're doing. Have our youth groups got traditions? Are we doing it because we've always done it? Or are we doing it to be obedient and to, to enable young people to meet with Jesus? And our challenge to us is 
Are we in intimate relationship with God or are we going through the motions of what we think a Christian should be like? We need to be carefree. Jesus was carefree. He fulfilled the law. He never broke the law. He doesn't undermine the law, but he broke the traditions because he wants us to be in relationship with God, not going through the formalities of what we think someone who knows God goes through. Big difference. We need to watch ourselves that we're not falling for tradition, but we are worshipping our wonderful creator. Have a great week. Go for it.